Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hops and malt and yeast and water dance the merry dance as they ferment, destined for the dimpled tankards of the moon underwater. I'm Robbie Knox and I'm the landlord of the Moon Underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. Oh, hello, Dan. How are you? Oh, I'm very well, thanks, mate. How are you? Very good indeed. What have you been up to today? Um, oh, a lot, really. I've been doing um, I've been doing some watercolours. Oh, have you? What have you yeah. been painting? The, the pub. The pub? Okay. Yeah. Again? The outside of the pub. The outside? Yeah. With um, watercolours. How did, did you feel you captured the majesty of it? No, I mean, I've been painting the outside of the pub with watercolours. Oh, right. Have you not noticed? Oh, I see. I mean, yeah, I, was, I mean, the thing about watercolours as an exterior building paint is they don't really stick that well. Oh, no, and if it rains, it sort of just goes away a bit. Yeah. So people tend to use different paints for that. Okay. And also, no one gave you permission to do that, so... I thought I was being helpful. Uh, well, on this occasion, not so much. Okay. Do you know what? I saw you yesterday. Yeah. You were wandering down to the allotments. Yes, I was. I yeah. noticed you were carrying a large rug and a Fabergé egg. What was that all about? <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a hilarious story around that. <laughs> yes. Is there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, there is. Wow, it's going to be hilarious. I'll settle in for this. Okay, well, you know um, Steve, who's always down at the Which uh, Steve? allotment. Steve the gardener. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. And he grows the, the pumpkins. Mm. Yep. A lot more to him, though, isn't there? Is Olympic, there... Fen- Olympic fencer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there is the Olympic fencer. <laughs> That's the headline for Steve, really, for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, anyway, Steve's friend. Okay. Uh, Jade, right? You know, Jade's quite new age. Yep. He's enlisted her because, you know, last year the pumpkin crop failed. Oh. You know about yep. that? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The disaster. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, blight, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, pumpkin blight. So he's enlisted Jade to um, help him kind of talk to the plants this year. Yep. And Jade said that what we needed was a carpet so we could kneel on, so mm-hmm. we could talk to the plants, the pumpkins, pumpkin yep. seeds. And the Fabergé egg is kind of a gift to the uh, god of nature, uh, Flora. Okay, you've got some budget for your nature gifts, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I, 
I got a cheap one off of Amazon. I'm hoping it's going to be all right. Okay. But um, yeah, yeah, so we 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 knelt down and we we buried the yeah. little Fabergé egg, and we said some nice things to the ground, yeah. and hopefully, yeah. it's got a different um, definition to hilarious <laughs> that I have. If I'm honest, Dan, but <laughs> never mind. Yeah. But, so, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. I know you're telling me that story. There's probably the hilarious bit was probably about to come. Yeah, it was wasn't it? actually. Look over the horizon there. Who is that galloping across the fence on a horse? Is it Alison Spittle? I think it is. It's the comedian Alison Spittle. Alison! Hello! Hello. Yeah. Welcome, come in. Big stumps, big stumps. <laughs> blah, 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 yeah. blah. Can, I like to make an entrance into a pub. Can you, you know? leave the horse outside? Just. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's my transport home. Okay, okay. And we'll if I drink find... on the horse, it's not illegal. <laughs> okay. I think. <laughs> How are you, Alison? I'm are you not well? a lawyer, but uh, <laughs> I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm really excited about uh, chatting to you. Thank you. About pubs. It's going to be fun. And can I say, there's nothing more beautifully intimate than watching two men improv with each other. <laughs> like, Thank it good. was incredible. Okay, it yeah. Was it was beautiful to watch. Thanks. Improv's generous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were so close to each other, and I feel emotionally and physically. Yeah. And like, it's just great. Yeah. Well, the, the, we're close in podcasting and in real life. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Made it sound a bit good, weird, though, good, good. Did I? A little bit. <laughs> um, well, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay, yeah. that's good. Where about did you grow up, Alison? I grew up, so I uh, was born in England, and I moved over uh to germany for a little while and then to ireland most of my time in ireland the accent is irish therefore i i'm i belong to ireland and where did you have your early pub experiences oh everywhere um (laughs) i remember i was trying to think of my earliest pub memories and uh, so my dad is english and my mum is irish and there's two very different pub experiences there um and my earliest memory of a pub is i think it's called the Royal Oak, no, it wouldn't be called the Royal Oak because it was an Irish pub. I feel like it wouldn't be called that. But there's a definite tree involved. Or maybe it's because it's in Cricklewood. Maybe I just made up the whole oak thing because it was in Cricklewood. But it was an Irish pub in Cricklewood. And uh, I volunteered myself to do uh, karaoke. I wanted to do, I think it was uh, Shampoo Trouble. Um, and the person who ran the karaoke machine said they didn't have that. And for some reason, I took it very personally, went into the bathroom and cried and then oh. started booing a man who sang my way. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Sinatra version, not Limp Bizkit. And the DJ then scolded me with from the from the from the DJ booth, the microphone. And, what, what age would you be at this? I had to be very young. Okay. I mean, come here. I was emotionally unstable enough uh, that <laughs> shampoo not being on karaoke was it. And I blamed a, a poor innocent bystander who was just trying to sing my way. And I took my anger out on him. I must have been about four or five, I'd say. I'm very used to being in pubs uh, like as a kid. Like, I have big pub memories. I think it's because of, like... The diaspora and all that stuff. <laughs> I bought um, Trouble by Shampoo when it came out. Did you? And I was going on a flight and I, I had a like Discman type CD oh, yeah. player thing like that. And I listened to it so much. Just that was all I had to listen to. I just listened to it for an entire flight, just repeatedly Shampoo Trouble till I hated it by the end of it. I I'm back to loving it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I can see that. I can see how that would happen. But no, uh, it was a. Uh, it was karaoke, and I do want to apologize. That he's probably dead now, uh, that man, because he was quite maybe maybe he wasn't old. 
Because you know when you're a kid, yeah. he's probably 36. Yeah. And I was like, this man is for the grave. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, yeah. We had yeah. a teacher at school, and I remember she, in our head, she was like the oldest person we knew. Yeah. But she probably was in her 50s or something like that in hindsight. We, we thought she was older. I remember one day she said that she spent at the weekend, she'd been out with her mum, and that blew our minds. We were like, what? You have a mum who is alive? How old is this woman? Something sort of she's probably 70 or something, but yeah. at the time it seemed so utterly ridiculous. What were the first times you um went into pubs as a sort of I'm gonna say adult in the loosest possible sense, but there for for drinking for drinking. Purposes. For drinking. Yeah. I would say I was about f- 14. Uh I grew up in a so I grew up in a village where um uh, I grew up in a village where there's eight pubs and one shop. So <laughs> there's quite a lot of pubs. And, uh, <laughs> there was this is Ireland, priorities. I'm guessing. Yeah, this now. is yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, this that is would, Ireland. We didn't yeah. mean to say that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, I, uh, a lot of my, I wouldn't get served uh, because I, I'm quite short and also people were aware how old I was. So <laughs> I'd have to like uh, get a drink off someone maybe who was 16 or 17 who was just underage enough that the bar person thought, look, I'll give it to you. It's fine. Yeah. But 14 is a step too far. So I used to get absolutely blathered. Uh, in Drink of choice in those WKD days. WKD or Fat Frog. Like, yeah. like What's Fat Frog? Oh, but let's say Fat Frog. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. Right. Let's say, yeah. Yeah, so that like, sounds mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it would be Alcopops. It would be Alcopops would be the drink of my choice. I quite liked them. I never moved beyond Alcopops, right. which is quite a shame. What was the... Once you were getting ID'd and stuff, what was, yes. what was the idea of choice when you were growing up? Because when when Dad and I were young in in growing up in, in England, yes, um, were you driving license or well, driving licenses didn't have um, pictures pictures on, so you oh, you could fabulous. take a drive. So all you had to do is get anyone's drive. You had to be close enough for it to be semi believable, yes, and then you just had to memorize the you stuff use your from mum's driving. License. No, it had to be work, someone. No, it had to yeah. be someone like someone's older brother or something. You'd take this. And you had to memorize it, but yeah. they'd ask you questions like, "Go, oh, what star sign are you?" She'd have uh, to. So, and your first trip, you get caught out. And you'd be like, uh, "I don't yes. know." And then you come back, and go, "I'm actually Pisces." Mm. <laughs> so, my yeah. my idea of choice was, "Ah, oh, please, please, come on, please, <laughs> I won't get sick. Begging. I promise." Yeah, that was my <laughs> idea of choice. <laughs> but then, like, because um, uh, I was born in Britain, I opted for the British passport because I thought. Like, what's going to change in yeah. the next year? It's going to be Seems fine. Seems safe, didn't Seems it? Seems yeah. totally safe. So I opted for the British <laughs> one. Big mistake. <laughs> and um, I, but my, I'll tell you this story. I once went to a pub and I had an arcade in the back and I was like, oh, this is great. But I had quite a lot of like posters of political prisoners. So I was like, well, this is quite strange. This is in Ireland. It was a big IRA pub and I was 18 at the time and I was thinking, do I show my British passport? And then I'm like, but I really want a drink, so I might as well. So I I gave my (laughs) British passport to the barmaid who had a T-shirt with a picture of Nelson Mandela shaking hands with Jerry Adams while wearing a gun belt at the same time. <laughs> wow. And, uh, she was very nice. There was nothing, you know, but I did, I did G myself up a bit. I was I like, mean, okay. you really, really wanted to have a drink. Oh, I did. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I really hammed up the accent as well. I was like, I'm definitely Irish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a fiddle coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that was a great, that was a great drink actually at a great time. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh, wonderful. What was the what was the village that you first started drinking in town? Uh, Ballymore. So it's the they call it the the village with two ends and no middle, which means uh, I live in the middle. So I don't know what that was saying about my estate, but like uh, there was a few local pubs. Um, you, there was different vibes for different yeah. pubs. There was there was one pub. Now it's closed down, but that that's kind of where you you would get your underage drink. Uh, and then there was another pub that had a pool table, and a uh, and a uh, and a jukebox. So that was the young people's pub. And uh, there were other pubs kind of dotted around the place that you'd you'd go to different like eighteenths or twenty firsts and stuff. So it'd be good fun, yeah. But they like I was never into Guinness. I still am not into Guinness. Um, so I never really went near the drafts or anything. I never knew where was a good place for a drink because I would drink absolute swill. Yeah. Like it never mattered yeah, to me. Didn't really care. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So but you, you, did you become a connoisseur in alco pops? Like like, people, like people talk about Guinness, you can go, this pub, honestly, the the Smirnoff ice has travelled so well. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the price as well. It's like, because I started drinking during a time of uh, great economic... Uh, boom in Ireland like life was fantastic people people were drinking like quite expensive stuff like champagne and grey goose vodka was a big thing uh but for me my my expensive tastes I will get on to fat frog in a yeah. minute but that was that was my champagne of alcohol <laughs> and then that's their tagline oh it is the champagne yeah, yeah. of alcohol yeah. but I um my dad my dad lives in England so I would go over for summers over to England and I would see the difference in pubs and the difference in alcohol pubs you got a Woody's grapefruit used to be a thing oh it was fantastic oh. or a Bacardi Breezer watermelon is truly the king of kings yeah, yeah. <laughs> like genuinely it is an amazing drink whereabouts was he in, in, in uh Reading Reading okay, and uh but like uh I used to go to football with him a lot yeah. so most of the pubs would be around like West Bromwich uh yeah. West Bromwich so be like divine the types of pubs around West Bromwich you would get like uh I think they're like um Desi pubs yeah, so yeah. like uh you know you just you just get an amazing curry uh, at eleven a.m. and a big pint of cider, and uh, that was amazing. that was me. That was the way me and Dad bonded. To see it. <laughs> it was beautiful, beautiful times. Yeah. Well, we'll get on to um, designing your dream pub. But first yes. of all, Dan has a bell that he would like to tell yep. you about. Oh, wonderful! I, this is my bell. <gasps> it's a real bell. That's got some like. Yeah. Where did you get it from, Dan? I got it from a um, a tugboat on the estuary. Wow, uh, it's been abandoned in the in the correct realm, and I I boarded. It was abandoned. Yeah, and I boarded, and I found it, and I I liberated it, and it now acts as a sign that when one of your choice you make a choice of your drinks for your pub, yeah, it means that that choice is gonna is going to appear in front of us magically <gasps> on the bar. Oh my god! Just, just want to see how it oh sounds. Oh my god! Yeah, you're a genuine pirate. Yeah, this is fantastic. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arr. Oh wow! <laughs> What's your first choice of draft thing? First choice of draft, Lucky Saint. Oh, I love. Lu oh, we got it! Oh my wow, god! Wow, that was a rapid bell. Okay, Unbelievable. Okay, while this is materialising, I can see it shimmering. Yeah. It sometimes takes a while to materialise in front of us. 
So I've taken off my coat for this. Oh, wonderful. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, I'm delighted with this. This stuff is the bomb. It's I love good. it. Would so, you like would you like a glass? Yeah, I would. This yeah. is would. ice cold as it's well. It's fantastic. I'm it's, so excited by this. In this realm, it's the morning, and I'm happy. I mean, it's <coughs> 0.5, but you know, yeah. still. Well, the, the, the Moon Underwater recently has been quite kind about giving us non-alcoholic beers in, in the yes. morning sort of thing. But this is it's 0.5%, so it's low-alcohol beer. Um, what is it you like about Lucky Saint? I like it because, so I do the Edinburgh, I've really, like you said, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. For, for, for I, I drink quite a lot. You're more, yeah. you're more used to uh, pouring alcohol. Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. I am. Quite the head on that. No, yeah. Yeah. Yes, quite the head. So what I love about Lucky Saint is uh, for the past two Edinburgh fringes, um, I have like a like you must get this a lot on your podcast, but I have a weird relationship with alcohol, as in like uh, I'm very good at being drunk. I love being drunk. Very bad at being hungover. Yeah, yeah. And but the, but I like the taste of alcohol pops, so I'll drink an alcohol. Well, now I'm older. Hmm. Alcohol pops are like disgusting and full of sugar. Yeah. But so I've never really got past the point uh, beyond alcohol pops. On and but until I I haven't given up drink. I don't have like a. I don't have a like. I, it's it's hard because I have friends that are alcoholics and I don't drink, but I can't talk to them and go like. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I don't drink either because it's like I'm not addicted to it, so it's no. not like I mm. feel I feel like a stolen valor, yeah. Do you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like it's really hard for people to give up, but it's not for me. But this stuff, this lucky saying, it's the uh, my granddad's really into beer, my dad's really into beer, like they'll just have big chats naming out these names of bishops and all these different, <sighs> you know, cans and stuff. But with me, I never got quite into beer before I decided. Drinking alcohol on a regular basis just wasn't my bag. But this, this lucky saying, I tried it because I was sick of drinking water. Yeah. I was sick of drinking Coke. And I tried lucky saying, I was like, this is amazing. It tastes good. This tastes so good that I'm excited about doing beer again. Because right. I, I never got, I never, I never got into beer. I never get, gave myself, it, I, I tasted a Guinness once and I said, this is like drinking baby food through an iron sieve. It's disgusting. <laughs> It's, it's so the thickness it's just not the viscosity of a Guinness freaks me out like it just absolutely freaks me out I know with this accent that is disgusting but I just don't like Guinness yeah. don't like Guinness um, you know when you went to that pub and you showed your British passport did you say really loudly I hate Guinness as well, <laughs> yeah I or? think that would have been yeah, worse yeah. Yeah. I think um, yeah I just i just uh, not a fan of it I like it aesthetically I like the uh, I like the ritual I like the ritual of of pubs, and I love like uh, I love people going. Oh, I just want to have a lovely pint of Guinness and a and a read of a book, and if I enjoyed Guinness, I'd like to do that too. And I feel like uh, I feel like drinking water in a pub. I feel like I'm. I, I, do you know where what I really love in a pub is tea, Ooh, but mm. I can see that the barman absolutely hate me. Yeah, do you know because they it takes have a lot to of time. go. It and takes everyone, a long and everyone else time. is waiting for a drink as well. Exactly, yeah. I'm the enemy of everyone. There. Yeah, uh, but this lucky saying, it tastes good. I like it. I'm. I feel like because well, you with when you go to Edinburgh Fringe, like life is exciting. There's so many possibilities. 
you're absolutely pissing money out of yourself, you know. <laughs> and I just think a nice a nice drink of Lucky Saint really oh, yeah. really makes me feel better. And I like being around people because um, like the way that people drink in Edinburgh, um, a lot of my friends aren't finished work until. I mean, their hour of work that day yeah. uh, <laughs> until, until like half 10 at night. So then you start kind of decompressing and socializing at 11 p.m. And then you get home at five. And like, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I think with a with a lucky saint, it's just it just feels great. And I love being there. And it just reminds me of it reminds me of hope uh-huh. <laughs> about comedy. and stuff. Oh, so I love nice. lucky saint. Yeah. Nice. Do you drink alcohol at all now? I like I drank. I went to a bottomless brunch in Butlins, and I did drink there, um, but it didn't make me feel good. No, but that's but, it. Yeah. I, I feel yeah. you're more tactical about it now. So at my age, like, I, I I I will still drink. Yeah, but I'm all, I've got to be. I'm now aware that if I drink, I'm gonna tomorrow's gonna be horrible. Yeah, and mm. it's horrible for me in the way that it lasts for like two and a half days. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's that like, it's that. Uh, it's that depression thing as well. There's a bit of depression after it. I feel it anyway. Like, I feel like, why am I sad? Slight and it's regret, like, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like, because I had four woo-woos yeah. at a brunch, you know? Like, uh, but I, but uh, if I if I enjoyed the taste of alcohol, if I enjoyed alcohol more, I think I would drink it more. But it's hard to experiment when you know what's going to happen the next day. Yeah. So, But if it's like a free bar and it's like really expensive stuff, I'm gonna do it. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like eating duck at an all you can eat buffet. Yeah. You know, I know it's bad for me. I know it'll make me feel bad, but it feels like I'm getting won over on whoever's yeah. serving this to me. I'll do that with smoked salmon. I'll like you? eat if there's if I'm yeah. all you eat buffet, I'll like eat a salmon. Oh, it's the high value it's the high value protein. <laughs> yeah, I, I, whatever I think. I'll, I'll be on I'll be on the Tesco app trying to find out what's the most expensive thing to eat. Genuinely. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when you get like a when I go for like a, a sandwich deal, you know, I go for smoked salmon or prawns. Yeah. Sometimes I want a ham, but I won't let myself have a ham. <laughs> because you're not getting the money's worth. No, mm. no. I might as well be, you know. <laughs> yeah. Might as well just throw a fiver down the drain. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, no, I it's good taste. I love it. I love it. it. Like, good. when I'm drinking it now, chat to you, I feel like someone's going, oh, there's an exec, an exec there in the corner. Ignore them. <laughs> Do you know? <laughs> like that kind of thing. Or people bitching about, like, uh, getting reviews. <laughs> That's what I, <laughs> I remember once my friend went, I can't remember what publication it was, but they went, they've treed me. And I was like, what does three mean? And he's like, give me three stars. But he he, he delivered it with the way that like, it's like someone me. stabbed me in the spleen. You yeah, know, how amazing. dare they? Yeah. Uh, it's lovely Edinburgh, isn't it? The vibes there during the festival is so nice. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing because like for me, uh, I've had such terrible Edinburgh's at the start. <laughs> I just, uh, the first show I ever did in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival was called Alison Spittle Needs an Agent, uh, which was a cry for help that went very much unheard uh, for a couple of years. And I was giving out like headshots of me and I, I'd be like, um, and I had a documentary crew following me from Ireland and the documentary ended in me crying into the camera going i haven't validated myself as a comedian it was so bad oh, like wow. i cancelled 20 of my <coughs> gigs because no one turned up oh. one time two people turned up but they sat 
opposite sides of the because they weren't together and, and they're, not, the they're not married now or anything no uh, no and one woman wasn't laughing for about 20 minutes and i was like is everything okay and she's like i don't speak english but i'm having a good time and i was like thank you <laughs> so, <laughs> so if anyone's there you do the show yeah but yeah, you're not yeah. you're not gonna go through if no one's there absolutely go, absolutely so but i'm having nice embers now that's good so i like and uh i do enjoy i do enjoy drinking with funny people and being around funny people and like um i uh i find like my my relationship with alcohol i i just have really good memories of like being around my aunts and my mum when they would like buy a bottle of wine and trauma dump on each other but i just trauma dump sober now so i don't need that do you know <laughs> what i mean <laughs> are there specific pubs and bars that comedians go to in edinburgh or do different people go to different ones every year or do are people creatures of habit how does it work yeah there's like a there is there's a few there's a few bars that come with the venues right so like um and they all have different vibes uh it all very much depends on uh i suppose the comedians that you're hanging out with because they can they can make a vibe of a place um uh there's a pub that uh does oh they do a bloody mary shot and i it, it, it called brass monkey and one time I was walking down to my gig and it was the last day of the Fringe. And I was like, do you know what? Just because I love Bloody Mary. I love Bloody Mary. I adore them. And I, I spicy. Oh, I saw you yeah. need to. I need yeah. to feel nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I need to feel absolutely raw dogs. But it's like, <laughs> like, I love it so much. Um, and especially um, so I, I would get a shot and uh, drink it and then just drink it, leave, walk down the hill, go do my gig. I think it's called Brass Monkey. It's got a lot of beds in the back, but it's a the beds are like terrible to talk to people on. You're just I feel like I'm in the big breakfast, yeah. But they've overbooked the guests, and there's about six people lying across <laughs> each other. Uh, but it's a great. They do they do lots of different drinks, uh, <laughs> but they do. I, I love the Bloody Mary. Like Bloody Marys would be my favorite. Um, I'm trying to think of other vibes of different places. Sometimes the vibes can be terrible. Can they? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. is that? Because maybe there's like someone big in, and everyone kind of like everyone's on edge. Oh right, uh, edge. There's that eye flick. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Like I hate when comedians bring this up. They're like, I hate when you're in a room and you can see other people's. You can see the person that you're talking to's eyes flick somewhere, <sighs> and it's like, yeah, like course eddie isard's in the room of course i'm gonna look at yeah him. you know what yeah, I mean? of course yeah, i'm yeah. gonna look at her like it's not gonna be. so like uh but uh yeah it can be it can be weird sometimes it depends it depends so eddie isard riding a bike through mayfair recently that's so cool yeah, isn't I, know. It? I was like oh look it's eddie yeah. isard yeah hmm. i know it's like uh, i saw benedict cumberbatch drinking a, a cappuccino once in a garden center oh and i felt so cool because i was like ignore you yeah. know what I mean? Don't you feel great when you uh, just I, leave yeah. a celeb be? I failed that once. I Have saw you? I saw Louis through uh, in central London and I, yes. I saw him come around a corner and I thought, oh, it's someone I know. Yes. Because I recognised him and I kind yes. of went, hiya, all right. And then as I did it, I went, no, I don't know Louis through at all. It's just Louis so through. it's just Louis through, and he just sort of looked at me like I was crazy, and I just no! walked down my Nobody head. Nobody gets down. that all the time, and like you know, that's that. Don't feel bad about that. When I first moved to London in 1999, yeah, I went to Notting Hill Arts Club. It's the first time I'd ever been to Notting Hill in my life. Went in there, 
And Hugh Grant was just at the bar having a drink. I thought, this is like <laughs> I imagined London would be. Hugh Grant just out drinking in, in Notting Hill. Hill in Notting Hill Arts Club. Yeah. Wow. Strange. Just like the film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah amazing. It's like the film. I like, the, I like a garden centre spot, though. That's good. I like when you yes. see someone out of place. Yeah, yeah, when they're looking at stuff. Mm, but yeah. once, once in Ireland, uh, I was dancing with these three guys. I don't know who they were. And then Misha Barton from the OC was also <laughs> there. So I was just dancing. And uh, we both went to the toilet at the same time. <coughs> and I was in the cubicle next to her. But we hadn't spoken. But there was a mm. mutual kind of like, you know. Uh, and then these ladies came up to her and was like, can I get a photo? And she's like, no, no, please, no. And they were like... They were then ad- admonishing her. They were like, I thought you were cool. And I, <laughs> and I, she went, I don't want toilet. a photo in the toilet. Yeah, that's yeah. what she basically said. And I got out of the toilet. Like, Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> and I never said another word to her. And, you know, and I felt, felt really cool. Yeah. I once bumped into. Um, I love this. Jack. I once bumped into <laughs> former Blackburn Rovers footballer Francis Benali. Was it? No, no. I'm not Southampton. Thinking of I'm, not, I'm not thinking of Francis Benali. Oh. I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of. Stuart Ripley? Nope. I'm, Tim Sherwood. No. David Batten. No. David More Batten. obscure, more obscure. Uh, um, Jason Wilcox. No. Graham Lasso. No. That era? Yeah. Colin Henry. No. David May. No. Uh, incredible knowledge of Blackwood Rovers. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Tim Flowers? No. Tim Flowers. Defender, I, I think, maybe. Uh, I've run out of Blackburn defenders from that era. Well, the same thing. I forgot who it was at the time as well. Yeah. He'd been on the Soccer AM, the show I used to work on at the time. Yeah. And he'd been on a few weeks before. And, and I knew I recognised him. I was chatting him for ages. And then it was only in this Solihull Tesco's. And it was only, <laughs> it was only when um, after about five minutes of talking to him that I remembered who he was. And then I kept... Um, and then I kept using his name too much. Yes. So I just said, oh, remember, yeah. so, yes. so and so, so yeah. and so. Love that. I'm going to be thinking about this for the rest of the podcast. So you're not going to get much out of me for the yeah. remainder. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to remember <laughs> who, it is. who this um, Blackburn um, footballer was. Dan, you're thinking about it too. Yeah, I am. Now. What's your other choice on draft? My uh, my choice in draft is Tango Ice Blast. I've, so I've seen this. This yes. is like a. It's like a slushy of that, tango. Is that yeah, correct? I think it qualifies as a draft. I you think have to so. Pull yeah. a if, you're, if you're pouring a thing yeah. and it comes out, that's yeah. play on in my book. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Ali Pub that has a lucky side. I'm like, yes. Anyway, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> side of quality uh, to me. But if imagine if they had a tango ice blast machine. <laughs> I am. Um, so because like I'm a kind of like a semi non drinker. Uh, I've explored the realms of uh, non-alcoholic beverages and uh, I think a Tango Ice Blast is an amazing uh, beverage to have. I think it shouldn't be just kept to cinemas. I think it should be open to pubs. Yep. Um, wouldn't there be nothing more fun than holding a massive Tango Ice Blast in your fist yeah. while, while chatting to your mates, you know? Because they come in like nearly one foot kind of plastic yeah. packaging and sometimes they're grooved to your own hand i was I'd, at gravity trampoline park at the weekend and they were selling them there really? where pound it was i've, I've got ne- three kids i'm not buying them all that oh my god that's that's that's, un- that's, that's unlimited though that's as much as you can drink oh. i don't, but, I don't want them to drink how much, that much. Are they gonna yeah, drink? yeah they're gonna physically get at least a headache yeah, yeah. yeah. especially yeah. with your history of making sure you get your money's worth out of buffets yeah well, I'll be come on have another five yeah, kids yeah. we've got your money's worth <laughs> yeah. no one's leaving till we've, till we've gone blue I'd, yeah. ne- I'd never heard of it but apparently it's the UK's number one fizzy iced crystal drink 
I can see how. Because number two, I don't know. Well, maybe slush puppy. Slush puppy, slush puppy yeah. used to be the kind of yeah. like it slush was brand. Rest on its laurels, but it looks it? like yeah. they've yeah, properly it's... taken slush puppies onto a new level, from what I can tell. There are other ones like Slurpees and yeah, Icy Joes and different ones. Yeah, but like I can see, maybe it's the the cinema aspect of White mm. Tango Ice Blast has really taken over. But I I like the I like the flavorings. <laughs> I like the cherry. And yeah. I like the blue. I don't know what the blue is. I but think it's blue. cola. The blue is cola. Because I read a thing that said there was a... Because I was looking at some of their marketing yeah, and yeah, some yeah. of their marketing said, it's blue, but it tastes like cola. <coughs> it's blown my mind. And I, and I thought, no, oh, we had blue cola things when I was a kid yeah. 30 years ago. So. Wow. Blue's quite often the colour of raspberry. It's raspberry, yeah. 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 Which doesn't make sense. No. No. No, what WKD is that kind of like a blue raspberry vibe? Yeah, I don't, know. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's any taste I've ever tasted other than WKD. It's petrol oh, raspberry. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? We're getting hints of chemicals. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, like, I do, I love an ice blast, and uh, I think this should be available in pubs, and this is my own pub. Uh, so, I thought, why not? Oh, why why not? not have an ice blast machine? And I would have. Cardi Breeze or watermelon flavor, if I could choose. <laughs> well, I, love, I mean, I love this from from sorry, yeah, I, I love this from you, Alison. That you are going. Do you know what? It's my pub. I'm not going to be bound by convention. Yeah, I'm going to take the best bits of cinemas and put them in. The I think so, and also like it would, I would, it would just be a liar to you to pick a draft ale or yeah. something. Yeah. You know, I just like this. Yeah, I love it. I'm sure there's other apps. Is it the only two that's available? Because <laughs> other people might not be happy with this, but I will be happy. But that's yeah. the point, you know. Yeah. That's true. And, and you'll get the people that agree Do, with you coming into your does pub. Does my business so. fail? Is there a chance of the bit of the pub oh, no, closing no, down? No, no, no. There's, so. there's, there's no risk of, of that. There'd be extensive government subsidies. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous. I think you're on safe ground because 81% of 19 to 21-year-olds in the UK would rather have Tango Ice Blast than any other frozen drink. Well, who surveyed that? Is this, is this like... It's yeah. just a stat I found. It's the stat from Tango Ice Blast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you get into polling as a job and you think you're going to be investigating, like, who's going to be the next government in this? And you get there and they said, go and find out what 19 to 21-year-olds in the UK, what their favourite frozen drink is. It's quite like, a oh. narrow thing, 19 to 21, isn't it? That means, yeah. that means they've asked Students. loads of people... And this is the only tiny category they've <gasps> yeah. won in. Yeah, because everyone has the slush puppy. Yeah. Because no one really does have a favourite. They or just margaritas. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you, do you ever go to pubs where they have <coughs> frozen cocktails? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I prefer that. I love it. I don't want... If someone's ordering a cocktail, good for them. I don't want to wait in the <sighs> bar while someone does that. Yeah, you're yeah. right. But I love the drama of watching someone shake something. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm the one I was buying cocktails. <laughs> yeah. It's fine in a cocktail yeah. bar, but if you're in a pub and there's one person serving... And you just want to get one drink or something like that, and then mm. someone orders four different cocktails, and you're there for ten minutes. Yeah, Co- cocktails are really like alcopops for people who've given up on life. Like, <laughs> you know, I think what sophist- I mean? more sophisticated alcopops. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a better way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> given up on life, been successful in life. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> one or the other. Same. Yeah. Either yeah. or. Given up because they've done so well. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. God, you've just given up with your massive house. Yeah. And, yeah. And your espresso martinis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alison, favorite is, is famous, sorry, for its yes. pubs. Yes. What, what makes a good pub, Irish pub? Irish pub. It's interesting because I've been around, no, I was going to say, I haven't been around the world. 
I've been to North Africa and bits of Europe, right? <laughs> but um, the interesting branding of an Irish pub. So, so I went to Madrid last last month to go to a wedding, and I found an Irish pub. Uh, and I had a look inside and what made it Irish was they had reenacted an Irish phone box like from the 90s in it. and I was like is this Irish and they have obviously like uh, uh, Guinness and all that kind of thing um, what makes a, a good Irish pub do you know when I tell you the difference that I found between like uh, British pubs and Irish pubs yeah um, sometimes so I think I like Irish pubs a little bit more but I like aspects of British pubs what I like about British pubs is a uh, lot more activities, you know, there can be board games, mm. there can be uh, pub quizzes, um, there can be like, uh, you know, different meetings and stuff. And I find that quite nice. The thing about Irish pubs, once I was in this uh, English pub of my, my Irish side of my family and uh, after a few drinks, everyone starts to sing. So it'll be everyone hushes in the corner and one person will sing. And uh, a barmaid came over and, and pointed over to a sign that said, no singing. Yeah. And I was like, this is disgusting. I just couldn't get over. I, I didn't know why. I felt like I was in Footloose. It just felt wrong. Um, so like uh, I I do I do think um, in an Irish pub, there's a lot of music. Now, this can range from uh, six people with fiddles and barons and stuff and doing a, a session, like a trad session, which is fun. Or it could be one single man with a uh, with a keyboard and a dream, you know, <laughs> just uh, he'd be playing Dire Straits. It would be. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I love both of those people, you know, those, those, that type of music. And uh uh furniture wise i don't think there's much difference would you say like i think it's all like just yeah. wood paneling mm. and stuff i think uh um but yeah i think i think an irish an irish pub is uh get a few stouts uh some sort of irish paraphernalia uh maybe a picture of the pope or jackie charlton uh <laughs> both are <laughs> saints in our yeah. country yeah. um and what i love uh there's a there's a pub, uh, there's there was a pub in Mullingar, which is a big town next to me, um, and they had a yard that people could smoke in, but also, oh, I think a big thing about Irish pubs is the the massive smoking areas, because right, okay. uh, when I started uh, drinking, that's when the ban on uh, cigarettes in in pubs came in. And uh, you could see the pubs that are prepared just before the financial breakdown of Ireland and the pubs that uh, had to sort out stuff after. So I have had an Alka Pop and a Benson and Hedge in some of the most luxurious places <laughs> you'll ever see. Their decking is incredible. The staining, just beautiful. Uh, the 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 structure just about legal. You know, it would have like six inches of air and... and uh, and uh, uh, heaters, and uh, oh, and once I was in this place in Mullingar, they had they had a load of beds in a yard uh, <laughs> that was supposed to give LA luxury, but after about six months, just yeah. you know, they were they were damp beds. Yeah, 
uh, that people just horrible sat, damp yeah, yeah that people just smoked cigarettes on and it was really horrible it looked oh like God. it was just like 16 destitute yeah. people who were dressed up quite nice but smoking out of bed i've not yeah. been to la since the 90s but i don't remember i've being never like that. been I don't, think, I don't think it was like that i think there was a place called bed i've listened to podcasts where paris hilton has been and like their big thing was there was beds in the in the nightclub and i think entrepreneurs from different like this must have happened in britain as well when they've heard of a place and they're like oh they got beds there that's the thing mm. and then they just shove a bed in a pub oh but to go back to the story about the yard um so there was this pub called mccormick's it's now gone uh r.i.p loved it but the the mother of the landlord the mother of the the bar the barman um she used to make potato cakes in the back with big slabs of butter. So they were the most amazing meals you'd ever have of these potato pancakes. Yeah. Uh, that as a that as a young person, I just couldn't get over. Like, yeah. We would have such kindness in a pub. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Sorry, I I go on tangents. No, all the that's time, but nice. I hope I've answered your yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it was, yeah. but I'm sure you yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what, is this a good beer to you? Because you drink beers. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice I have stuff, it. I like I'm, it. Is there anything like this that I could? Because like, other non-alcoholic beers. Could I? So there's a company yeah. called Big Drop. Yeah. You do loads of them. Very nice. You know, I'm even open to alcoholic beers. I'm going to ask you for a list of like how to get into beer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. Uh, we'll do that. We could do it on the podcast around Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for your Patreon, yeah. I, I, I feel I feel under pressure on the podcast. Yes. I think people are going to judge. I'm a wild horse. Break me in. Break yeah, me yeah. in. Okay. Wonderful. Another horse reference in this podcast. <laughs> Very horse-heavy episode. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Bottles or cans now? Please get out your bell if this is the case. But Bacardi <laughs> Breeze or Watermelon? I, th- I think. 
I can hear no well, bell noise. It's, it's hard because Bacardi Breezes were discontinued in 2015. So even in the correct realm, the magic only extends so far. Wow. It's a disgrace. Yeah. It's were you aware they were gone? Yeah. But like... She was hoping. I was hoping. I was thinking if there's any podcast that I could go on yeah. that might be able to get me a Bacardi Breeze or watermelon. I thought it would be this one. Well, there's been a... They have... They are bringing... They're just calling them breezers. Right. They are coming back. They're Ooh. coming back. Yeah. And there is a crisp watermelon flavor. Oh, my <gasps> God. Because I went to Waitrose years ago mm. for Christmas. Because um, I, I drink at Christmas, <laughs> but I'm such a bad drinker. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, my poor granddad, when he, like, he buys himself the best of like ales and beers and ports and everything. And he'd be like, What do you want? I was like, Oh, maybe a Krabby's. Maybe I'll have it. <laughs> or, um, but I went into Waitrose looking for a Bacardi Breeze or watermelon, and the lady laughed at me. Yeah. And uh, I felt very, I felt very ashamed. Oh, you shouldn't be yeah. ashamed. I know, I know, but I. But is she like, is she just laughing because they haven't been in the shops for I a while? Think, you know, rather than oh, this person wants to drink. Genuinely, I took it as either it was a personal slight <laughs> on me or anti-Irish prejudice. But could be both. Just say what a funny accent you've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, because I love Bacardi breezers because you couldn't get them in Ireland, um, okay. so they felt like something exclusive and like when i brought my friends over to newcastle for a night out because we all watched geordie shore and we decided we want to recreate geordie shore by going to tiger tiger which wasn't as fun as geordie shore made out uh really yeah yeah, yeah. do you know because the cool thing about watching uh watching uh, men on cocaine on TV is they're far away from you, but yeah. like live <laughs> yeah. doesn't feel, you know, it's like being in with tigers, you know, yeah. it's like watching it, watching it. And it only lasts wild. about an hour. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But, um, but, but back to the Bacardi Breezers, I gave them Bacardi Breezers and they were like, this is the greatest drink I've ever had. And I felt like so worldly. Yeah. It's a great Ooh. drink. Try this local delicacy. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Like Bacardi Breezer. Or like a woo-woo. They didn't have woo-woos in Ireland. We have a thing called West Coast Cooler in Ireland that you don't have over here, which is like a white wine spritzer. Um, and I think, I, think, I think the British palate would like it. I think it's something that we could uh, share as well as Guinness. But it is quite sweet. Okay. You know. Dan, what do you know about Bacardi well, Breezers? Like they, they were one of the first Alco pops, and they kind of took the Alco. original. Although, the although you know, I, I didn't know this. Yeah. But um, companies have have never liked them being called Alco pops. All of the Alco pops people did not like it being called that. They're the ready to drink market. What? Oh. But yeah, everything yeah, yeah. is ready to drink. Like I know. Even yeah. raw, what is it ready to even drink? Even raw gin, if yeah, you're yeah. sad enough, exactly. is Apart ready from when to you drink. order your tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but like, yeah. I mean, uh, and it's still, I think in still parts of the world, they do still exist. Okay. And there's like flavours, lemon, peach, lychee, pineapple, lemon raspberry, and peach blueberry. Or peach? Uh, separate, yeah. I would drink a peach one. Would you, that sounds nice. Well, Wikipedia says that yeah. in some areas, I haven't been able to verify this, that there is a chocolate flavour. No. Which sounds really weird. A chocolate yeah. Bacardi breather? I don't know. It sounds like Could a, that work? It sounds like a horrible euphemism for Would something. Would it be? Yeah. <laughs> Would it a bad be? case of the chocolate bacardi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But you're not alone in people missing them. Okay. I found a change.org petition in, <laughs> change. in, in Australia Wow. Uh, from Emily C. And Emily C, this was in 2020, and uh, she wanted to bring back Bacardi Breezes to Australia. Yeah. And uh, she got 98 signatories with a goal of 100. Oh, oh I should. I well, you can sign it. I can sign it. And then we one more. There. Between us all. Yeah, yeah. We can yeah, get it to I mean, this isn't the cause for me, but yeah. <laughs> Dan, I'll help out. Thank but you. There, were t- there were two comments on, yeah. on it said, why have people signed? Alan, Alan Charlton said, I'm thirsty. And Leanne Gibbons said, Leanne Gibbons. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Ann Gibbons had had a Bacardi Breezer yeah. at that point. Amazing. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. I got it. Okay, well, well, that Bacardi Breezers will be brought back for your moon underwater because we have that virtual power. Yes. I'm so excited about this. I'm going to mix the Bacardi Breezers with the Tango Ice Blast. Brilliant. It's going to oh, be yeah. a joy. It's going to be a joy. What's your second bottle of can? My second bottle is a fat frog. The mysterious fat frog, but I don't know what it is. So Before you explain, can I say what I thought it was? Because I didn't had never heard of it. So I Googled it. Okay. And it isn't the first thing that came up isn't what I think isn't what you're suggesting. So you can tell me if Yeah. Because what I think a fat or what the first thing that came up for fat frog was it's sort of a cocktail. Yes. And it's uh, one bottle of Smirnoff Ice, one yes. bottle of Bacardi Breezer yes. Orange, and one bottle of Wicked Orange. Sorry, Wicked, Wicked blue. Original yeah. Blue. Is that is that? Well, you see, that was the ori- so. There are two types. There's the, so so that's the cocktail that inspired the alcohol. Oh pop. right! Wow! Yeah. Oh, I didn't. There's an origin story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, once again, when we were talking about like how there was quite a lot of money floating about in Ireland mm. when the financial crisis hadn't <laughs> happened yet uh people were drinking a thing called fat frog which was uh the oh. the bl- original blue wicked your orange bacardi breezer and a smirnoff ice right this would yeah. give a glowing green pint it would look almost nuclear like it was fantastic <laughs> you'd feel like a teenage mutant hero turtle drinking this pint and it cost i think like nearly 20 euros at the time which would be uh there's nothing in those days. Nothing, <laughs> yeah. But after the financial crisis, they, they went, they were never to be seen again. You'd never see anyone with a green pint. So how did that work? It not feasible. Would, it, would you literally go to the bar and order a, a, fat, a fat frog? frog and, and it they would come would... in, so you'd probably, you'd have to do it with a pal. Yeah. Because there's two pints, you'd end up with two pints of green liquid. So it'd be like, oh, do you want to get, a f- I'll get this fat frog, you get the next one. And so then you'd go up and you'd order a fat frog and he'd go, okay. And he'd pull out two pints, fill it up with ice. And then like uh, just put half, 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 half. And it would depend on, you know, no two fat frogs ever really looked the same. There'd be a different hue of green. And like as the buyer, it's my choice what one I get, you know. So I assess the green. Oh, there's, a lot right. of his- there's a rich history yeah. to the yeah. fat frog, isn't there? A lot of culture that we're learning yeah, about yeah, here. Yeah. I, feel, I adore it. I feel like a, an explorer. Yeah. Do you? Learning. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Like, what's, what's, the word? what's the word for someone who investigates like tribes and stuff? Oh, like an, uh, um, a 
keep thinking paleontologist, but a dinosaur. No, I know what you mean. Um, a uh, anthropologist. anthropologist. I feel yes. like an anthropologist. Yeah. I can't even say no, it, yeah. but I feel like it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's a. Uh, it's well, I will learn about beers from you. So yeah. I'm excited. So the uh, fat frog then became an alcopop. Yeah. So you could buy it in a. You could buy it in a bottle. And when I saw that, I was like, "This is incredible." Normally, the bottles I think you get are liters. So it would be like I would bring them to a house party. That would be the type of like alcohol, you know, wow, I'd bring yeah. it, I'd bring a bottle of them. Wow. Would it be a litre? Half a litre. Half a litre. Let's see how. Okay. It's in my fist like that. I could probably, probably a litre. Yeah. 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 So I'd bring them to a house party. That and a bottle of Buckfast would be the choice of drink. Oh. Have you had people talk about Buckfast on your podcast My, my family before? from Scotland, so I'm very familiar with yeah. the commotion lotion. Oh, they're beautiful. <laughs> I, I thought it was a, a, a breakfast um, shake. Until, no, until doing this well, for, it can be. It can be. <laughs> <laughs> you get the breakfast shakes. That's for yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, quite the start to your day. Yeah, quite yeah. the start. And we had this thing, uh, like Bugfast was a house party drink. So okay. you would bring it because uh, when the financial downturn happened, pubs kind of closed and people couldn't afford to go to pubs. So there was a lot more house parties, and then they kind of came back. So I have seen, I've seen a rise and fall of like super pubs. Like there was a lot more pubs in my village when I was younger, and uh, a lot of them are closed now. I think there's I think there's two left now, but there's the outer shells of a lot of pubs are in my village, but they don't exist as a. Okay. And even at that now, they're not open every day, and they're right. not open during the day. And the the pubs used to be like a constant hub, of, uh, you know, just getting stuff done. Uh, and the barman, like I remember, I voted for someone in local council because he gave me a lift from the pub often <laughs> you know and I was like, he's a good guy yeah. I, I think that's i think that's a decent i did rule not agree with it politically yeah, yeah. Yeah. i'll give him a oh, vote okay. yeah, 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 yeah. but like you know he's, he seems he seemed nice so like uh so like back in the day uh when i was young when it when i was just about able to drink the times were good and then it was back to house parties uh so Buckfast was a great choice. You'd have to, we called the thing, um, you know, there's like kind of debris at the bottom of a Buckfast. We called it yeah. toenails and we'd oh, give it a shake. Nice. And then drink it. Yeah. Quite, quite mm. vile actually. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, yeah. 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 How, how are you thinking you'd serve your fat frogs in your pub? Would you go back to the original proper <laughs> pouring or would you get the cans that exist? Um, I think... I think I'd like to go back to the proper court, the pouring, yeah. yeah. And would like you have watermelon? Would you mix it up? Oh, imagine that. But that would be brown, wouldn't it? That'd be like a fat toad, oh. wouldn't it? Well, there you go. You can yeah. have fat frogs and fat toads. Fat toads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such euphemisms. Such a lovely, lovely, lovely visual yeah. image. Why don't yeah. you pop out a fat toad yeah. on the bar there for me, sir? <laughs> the usual. <laughs> yeah. Okay, phone's away, put a gag on Siri, it's quiz time. Elvis's black belt was in karate. I saw it on QI. No half points for saying JK Rowling is the lead singer of Jamiroquai. Moira Stewart. No, I'm afraid it was Gordon Honeycomb. 
Do you enjoy a pub quiz? I love a pub quiz. Very competitive. I'm a horrible. I hate what it brings out in me, wow. but I love a pub quiz. You're going to love this then because Dan has got a pub quiz for you. Amazing. Yeah. This is my favourite aspect of pubs. Is oh, really? Quizzing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. Great. Because we're going to compete here because I don't right. know what this, I don't oh. know the answer to this. Yep. Right, okay. So let's go. So let's this see. Right. You've got to try and thrash Robbie. So you uh, hosted a podcast called Wheel of Misfortune. I did. Yeah. I did, yes. And so I like to slightly tailor the quizzes to... <gasps> to my needs. Is it going to be about wheels? No, so it's going to be... I could have, could have done it about wheels. No, it's about game shows. Okay, great. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <coughs> uh, or quiz okay. shows. Quiz shows, game shows. Okay. So a uh, bit meta. Okay. Quiz show about uh, quiz about quiz shows. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I'm going to ask you three questions. Yeah. Don't answer. Have a think about them. Don't answer. And we'll, we'll do, do in the second half of the podcast. Yes. Fair. Okay. It's going to be so hard though. Can I go? I know it. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, can. you can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't, you can say it the site yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, briefly. Yeah. Question one. Yeah. In the different, there's a uh, five points on offer for this question. I Going in big. In the different incarnations of the crystal maze, there have been five different time zones. Can you name them all? I'll give a point for each. Okay. Question two. Deal or No Deal made a recent comeback on ITV with Stephen Mulhern as the new host. How many sealed red boxes does the contestant pick from when the game starts? He's a safe set of hands. He is, like, isn't he? Anytime I hear it, he's getting work, I'm like, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why. He's he quite, is my northern star. He's, he's like, quite happy, isn't he, to take on a beloved game show made famous by someone else and, yeah. just, and, and seamlessly slip into it. He's a, do you know what he's like? He's like a solid stepdad. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He'll give you a lift home. <laughs> You vote for him because you're yeah, 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 I'd vote yeah. for him. Yeah. I'd lash out at him emotionally. He'd take it. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I think he would. I'd apologise to him six years yeah. later, and he'd be fine with that. <laughs> yeah, he would be fine with mm. that. Yeah, yeah. You're not my real dad. <laughs> yeah. And uh, question three: Bob Monkhouse, Max Bygraves, yes. Les Dennis, Andy Collins, Vernon Kay, Gino DeCampo. Yes, is the order of hosts for which game show? I know that one. Okay. I have to say, Bob Monkhouse, love him. Oh, yeah. Loved him so Amazing. much. Because he had the skin tone of my granddad. Yeah. So <laughs> for some reason, I like held on to uh, Do you remember Black, it was it called Wipeout? Yes. Wipeout was a fantastic concept for yeah. a quiz show and should be brought back. Yeah. Stephen Mulhern, if you're listening. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you repeat the people again? So this is this is the historical order who yep. presented these. So it started with Bob Monkhouse, then it was uh, singer entertainer Max Bygraves. Um, me and my brother and sister were once in a car. I think my, me and my brother and sister were the next host. I don't know. <laughs> we were once in a car. I don't know why I'm telling this story, but uh, uh, we were very little, and my mum had gone in somewhere, and she said, well, "Wait in the car, wait in the car." And there was a security guard we're in a car park, and me and my brother managed to convince her that the security guard was Max Bygraves because we used to watch this show when we were kids, and uh, and um, so we convinced her because she was about three years old. Yeah. To the point where we managed to convince her to shout out the window, "Hello, Max Bygraves!" <laughs> at the guard. And every time I think of Max Bygraves, that's what I think of. Okay. Yep. That's lovely. Yep. For for a section of that story, I thought you had convinced your mother. No, I, was I, like, I mean that would have been better. Would you be? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's an adult woman. Um, yeah, Bob Monkhouse, Max Bygraves, Les Dennis, Andy Collins, Vernon Kay, Gino DeCampo. Okay. 
Do you remember who, and then this is not like a slight on Andy mm. Collins, but what did Andy Collins do other than that show? Andy Collins. Uh, I'm trying to think, because I, I know the era of Les Dennis, and I feel like, yeah. was there a big gap? He was only, he did it for about a year. So he's the George Lazenby yeah. of, uh, that's cool. <laughs> I, do, I, I work in TV and he quite often does um, warm-ups for cool. TV shows I worked on. He's excellent. The yeah, crowd yeah, are, the I've crowd no doubt like, that he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the crowd are like um, pumped by yeah. the end. He does like musical stuff and gets more singing, you know, Queen songs and stuff. But yeah, it's great. Okay, wonderful. Thank you for that quiz, Dan. It is now time to leave. For those of you who don't support The Moon Underwater on Patreon, if you'd like to subscribe, you can head to moonunderpod.com and sign up to get ad-free extended episodes a day early, a monthly bonus podcast, and access to the Moon Underwater Social Club on Facebook. We'll see you soon in part two. We will continue creating Alison's dream pub. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.